This is episode 42 with Spirit Mamas. Hey mamas, this episode is for you. Join me as I dive into a discussion of the magic of motherhood with Tiff and Victoria from Spirit Mamas. We're talking about postpartum and how to really use this beautiful time to catapult the next version of you into reality. We're also talking about tools and medicine to move you through this very vulnerable, emotional, and sometimes isolating time. Tiff and Victoria from Spirit Mamas used their own journeys into motherhood as fodder to create their beautiful business that's all about supporting and empowering mothers through this journey of life, motherhood, and actualization. Tiff and Victoria are two mamas who just want to make other mamas feel good. Becoming mamas awakened their third eyes to the necessity of listening to intuition, having a meditation practice, and taking time to give love back to the queen named you. Giving birth is such a portal to the other side, and it opens a connection to something so much larger than ourselves. Finding out who you are after such a monumental and vulnerable moment is something you shouldn't have to do alone. The women of Spirit Mamas have been there, and they are ready to take you by the hand and help you move through this incredible, magical, potent time of your life. Enjoy. All right, everybody. I have Tiff and Victoria from Spirit Mamas here with me today. Hey, guys, how are you? Yes, so happy. Thank you so much, Meg, for having us. We're so happy to be here. We're doing good. I'm so happy to be talking to you guys because your mission and everything you're about is something that I needed in my life so desperately and and still do. And it's all about you know, after we have babies, once we become mothers, we're really transitioning from one phase of life to another. And we're really having to let go of old identities and, you know, how we thought about ourselves and having a community that really holds space for that as you move and sift and shift through how you want to show up in the world and this new form that you've taken, it can be really lonely. It can be really isolating, but it can also be so damn empowering. And so you guys have created this beautiful platform, a sacred safe space for mamas. And I'm just so amped about the work that you're doing. So Thank you. And hi. I think that's the best introduction we've ever gotten. I'm like patting myself on the back. Like, yeah, we are freaking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I I did that. I I did that. that. I made that. Okay. So something that I usually ask my guests is to tell me about something really cool that you have manifested, but we're going to do something a little different. I want to know how spirit mamas manifested. So tell me the creation story of what you've got going on now. My spiritual journey Meg, started a while ago. I feel like I had my spiritual awakening after I had my first son, who's now 11, probably about four to five years after he was born. You know, when you go through this spiritual awakening, a lot of times you feel alone, like you don't have anyone. You have these pockets of communities that kind of come and go. And so I 
started manifesting. Like, I really want to build this spiritual community. I always want to feel like I have support because this journey can be lonely sometimes. Fast forward many years later, I think I was like manifesting it all alone and just kind of was still on my journey. Me and Victoria met in um, a corporate job that we were both working, doing marketing. And I would like help my fellow coworkers like dissect their dreams and, you know, walk through premonitions I may have seen had. And in the process, I was becoming a Reiki healer, but kind of like keeping it in the closet. Victoria, she could tell the story, but she was all the way in the closet. Like she would tell me stuff about her mom. And I'm like, girl, you are so spiritual. Like you are so connected to the spiritual realm. And she'll be like, no, no, no. Just tell me what this dream is about. So we had some connections like that throughout our career in that particular role. And then we both quit that job. We both ended up being pregnant at the same time with my son, Lennox, who's now two, and her son, Sebastian, who's now one. By this time, Victoria was an Akashic Records reader. I was a full-blown Reiki healer. And we were trying to figure out how could we build this community for mamas to be their best selves, but tap into that spiritual realm when doing it. And so in a nutshell, I feel like that's how I started my manifestation of what Spirit Mamas is, just really wanting that community, not feeling judged or, you know, like I was going to be ridiculed for stepping into my spiritual truth and teaching my children how to do that as well. I feel like every time me and Victoria tells this story, it's so amazing how we both were on different paths to the same place and we just ended up together. So I'm going to let her now tell her side of the story. You know, it wasn't a coincidence that we ended up together too. I like to have said, I, if you had said the word spiritual to me, I would have like backed away slowly and been like, no, 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 no. Like that's not me. And I think it really awakened after having my son, Sebastian. And I just wanted to do better and be better and really started questioning, do I want to be in this corporate job forever? Do I want to stay home with him? What do I want out of life? And Tiffany and I were talking all the time and, you know, I had joined Elevate the Globe and it was kind of opening my eyes to what else was out there. And so in just one of our kind of sessions that we were like talking back and forth, I think I was like breastfeeding Sebastian, you know, it was like, why don't we do this thing? Like, we don't know what it is. We just know that as we grow and evolve and change and learn that we want to help others. We want to help mamas do this because, it is lonely. And also like birthing this new version of yourself while you're taking care of a little one is so freaking hard. If you don't make the time for yourself, you're never going to have time. And I could see how you get so swept up in your little ones that years go by and you're like, wait, who am I? And, and what happened? And so Tiffany was the one that was like, you know, why don't we just call ourselves spirit mamas? And at first it was really just one-to-one healing sessions. And as we continued to evolve and grow and started hosting full moon circles, we realized that power of community and the power of bringing women together. Women are so freaking powerful when they come together. And it is amazing to me, the amount of healing that we have done personally and that we have helped women through just by bringing them together in a sacred container and setting that safe space and saying, it's okay to show up exactly as you are. It's okay to not feel great in this moment. But when you leave this circle with us, you're going to feel freaking amazing. And that's our promise to you. And so when we looked at the name Spirit Mamas and the website and all of that stuff, it was available and it was an angel number to purchase. And so we were like, okay, universe, thanks for the sign. Like we're all in, let's go. (laughs) 
I can't believe it was available. It's such like an awesome name. We were shocked. Yeah, totally meant to be. The reason that I love highlighting these stories of manifestation is, yeah, to hear the story of how a business, how someone brought an idea into fruition, but it's also to serve as like inspiration, you know, for anybody out there listening, like, Hey, you really can go from the seed of an idea and the seed of an idea can come in response to what you need, not what you think the market needs or, you know, how these old business paradigms are created, but like, what is it that you need? What is it that your heart and your soul is longing for? And then creating that and knowing that the people that are meant to experience this heart creation, they will magnetize to it because it is truly an offering from your heart. And so for anybody listening out there, like if you have a dream, just allow it to be messy, allow it to just come from your heart and to say, Hey, this is going to grow and shift and evolve because I grow and shift and evolve, you know, and it doesn't have to be the stagnant idea. So thank you guys for listening to your heart and for coming together and weaving this beautiful path and creating these circles and ceremonies and rituals for mamas. So let's talk about how giving birth is really truly an, a, a portal. It's an activation for us as mamas to step into this higher frequency to activate, you know, a deeper truth to who we are because, because sometimes it can feel like the opposite you know, if we let it, sometimes it can feel like we lose, we completely lose who we are. And then it can be years. It can be a decade before we're like, wait a second, this is who I am. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that way. So let's talk about birth and the process of awakening and using all of that visceral emotion as fodder for awakening and and forward movement. You have so much energy that you have created in creating this little human inside of you for nine months. And I don't think I realized that until I gave birth that that energy needs to go somewhere and you get to choose where that energy goes. You can choose if it's going to go into something from your heart and into something beautiful, or if it's going to go into your kids, or if it's going to go into the ground because you don't do anything with it. The earth will gladly take it back. She loves energy. But I think it is so important to leap before you're ready. You know, I think I love that you mentioned how messy this whole process can be. It is messy. It's not linear. It changes every day with our feelings and with what's going on with our kids. But you have to make yourself a priority. And I think with every birth, you're birthed anew. I mean, I've only had the one and, you know, Tiffany can speak to being probably rebirthed dozens of times. And I know, Meg, you probably have two with three kids you're always evolving and growing and you can choose to step into that or not. And so anyone listening, I would just encourage you to take that leap of faith that even if you don't know what it is, just giving yourself that space to figure it out is so beautiful. I intentionally during my maternity leave started to meditate more. I had always kind of meditated, but not really consistently. And so I made an effort every single day to meditate, to journal, to get that energy out and moving in some way. And that's how little by little, day by day, we came to Spirit Mamas because I knew I had a story to tell. I knew I wanted to help people. I knew I wanted to share my gifts with the world. Everyone has gifts. I promise you, even if you think you don't, you 100% do. And so you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't stop to figure out what that is and, and what you can offer the world. 
And I think birth is also such a portal of receiving as well, of receiving that next version of yourself, of receiving love from the universe. It's a creative catapult for me, especially. I feel like I've never been as creative as I was after giving birth. And we're actually trying for baby number two now. And I'm super excited about it because I'm like, I'm going to birth something totally new into the world once I actually birth this little human into the world. And that's really freaking exciting for me. As you're talking, thinking about the postpartum process, well, I really honestly, you know, during birth, we have this cocktail of hormones that, you know, washes through us during the birthing process. And it leaves us feeling very inspired, very connected, you know, so that we truly do connect with our babies, you know, and, and we're feeling very like loving and nurturing. And then when that cocktail of hormones, you know, starts to dissipate and leave us, and, and then we're kind of left in this postpartum process of very, very clean slate. Some might call it emptiness, you know, and, and it can feel very scary, especially when we're in this society that's so hyper-focused on productivity to be in the void, you know, but this void can be, oh my gosh, it can be such a place where we're safe to sift and sort, you know, and, and, and to allow those hard emotions to come up. And so that we can really create. So Tiff, I'd love to hear from you. How did the postpartum process feel for you? You know, was it this like time of creativity or was it kind of isolating or a mix of both? And now that you're supporting mamas, what is your view on the postpartum process and how can we really harness without feeling like we have to be productive? You know, how can we really harness the magic in the postpartum process? That's beautiful what you said about just having that energy of stillness after you get through that high, right? After baby, because I never thought of it that way. But now that you put it that way, I will say for both of my kids, I feel like I was in a very creative space, but it did come during that lull where it was just like, okay, what next, right? Like you had the baby, now you're you're like here with the baby, what next? And I will say, out of both of those experiences, I was able to birth something, right? Spirit Mamas was birthed after Linux. And me and my husband, we have a nonprofit that was birthed after Logan and it's named after Logan. And so just thinking about it that time, I was really using my creative juices. But what I want to tell moms is like, just embrace that moment because you have just released and birthed a lot of energy right? Whether good or bad. And I think that that's why some moms postpartum because it's a lot of energy, a lot of new that has come. You're looking at this little human, like this person came out of me and it's all of these emotions. And I think as long as you just kind of sit in how you feel, really take that in and process those emotions And it may not be a time for you to create, right? It may be a time for you to really hone in on what being a mom is for you and what that means for you. Because with every child, your life changes. And you know this, Meg, right? You think you got it all down. And then baby number two, three, four pops in. And every dynamic is different because each of those humans are different, right? So I think during that time, just kind of, sit in those feelings and figure out what it means for you. Tip, you're a queen of shadow work and going deep there. So I wasn't sure if you wanted to speak on that. 
Well, yeah. And, and that took a long time. So I love shadow work, but I'm also considered a shape shifter. So I can sit in my feelings and I know how to get out. You go down the path of why me, why this or whatever. But I will say, you know, just start slow. A lot of times when I do my shadow work, I journal a lot. What am I feeling? Why are these feelings coming up? I do a lot of mirror work where I'm looking at myself in the eyes, in the mirror, and I'm doing deep soul work where I'm I'm tapping into my soul. What are those feelings that come for me? How does that make me feel? And I go back to that place throughout the week and see if they have been released, if I, if they feel a little bit more heavy. Shadow work is something you, you have to do a lot of practice with. But what I will say is that with both kids, I feel like that's where I learned how to kind of really do that shadow work because I wanted to make sure that some of the trauma that I experienced or my parents experienced. And, and when I say trauma, like we all have it. I did, I did not grow up in a bad environment by any means, but there were certain things that were carried through in my root chakra that came from my dad or my mom. And I just wanted to make sure that those things weren't carried out through my children. So for me, it took the shadow work to do that. And I'm still doing it. Of course. Oh my gosh. Me too. Every day. <laughs> all right. So for, for a mama who's listening to this, who's like, okay, I, I hear you, you know, sit with it, be in it, but my God, that's really hard. It's hard not to go down the rabbit hole. It's hard not to just like, let my emotions scoop me up and take me to a place that feels so, so scary. So what are some tools, Victoria, that a mama who's just really feeling stuck who's feeling lost, who's feeling disconnected from herself, what are some tools that can help her to reconnect or even discover the deeper part of who she is and to to heal and to move that energy through? I love breath work. And to anyone unfamiliar with breath work, Yes, it can be a complicated series and types of breathing, but it can be as simple as putting your hands over your heart, inhaling through your nose and exhaling out your mouth and doing that five deep breaths in that moment. And then asking your inner voice, what do you want? What would make you feel good? And then really listen when the answer comes up. I think that can be the tough part because we want to make things complicated. Our mind wants to you know, overcomplicate things. And the answer could be as simple as go for a walk, take a bath, let your husband have the baby for an hour. And you have to listen when it comes through. And it it comes with time. You trust what comes through more and more. I remember when I first started breathwork, the word trust kept coming up over and over and over again. And I kept saying, okay, but what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? And it kept us coming through. Trust what? (laughs) Yeah. I kept being like, trust, trust, trust. And I think finally one day I just allowed myself. I said, okay, I'm going to sit here until you show me what that trust feels like. And then it felt like I was embraced in a warm hug, in a warm blanket. It takes time. It takes practice. Journaling may be the thing that works best for you. That's something I turn to again and again when the emotions get really deep. I found some recent journals from when I was in high school and man, I was emo, but I got all of those emotions out on the page. And 
I looked back after my miscarriage, I kept a whole journal after my miscarriage. And, and really after that time period, I had kind of like a trifecta. I would journal, I would meditate, and then I would dance it out. And those were the three things I would do. And for dancing, you can do whatever feels good to move your body. So if that is actually putting a song on and dancing, if it's going for a walk, but you've got to get that energy moving and those emotions out in some way. And again, we tend to overcomplicate things. So find what works for you and tune in and see what it is in that moment. Right. Cause it could shift and change. Oh, it absolutely will. You know, you can't every single day do the same thing. I mean, you could, but you're probably not going to get the best results. Then if you literally hands over the heart, inhale, exhale, how do I feel? What do I want today? And that could be crying. That could be curling up in a ball and not doing anything that day. And that's okay. I think we need to normalize that whatever it is, it's okay. You don't have to be doing, oh my gosh, in meditation earlier today, the big message I got was be here now. My mind was racing. Like, what do I need to be doing for spirit mamas? What do I need to do for my corporate job? Because Tiffany and I still work corporate jobs. And the message loud and clear was like, be here now, be embody who you want to be. You don't need to go do anything. And I think we are so conditioned as a society to be doing and doing, and your, oh, your value is tied to what you're producing. And I think as moms, let's give ourselves permission to say, screw that, that that's not the case, that my value is in feeling good and getting to that place of feeling good every day. That makes me worthy. That makes me productive. Not how many things I crossed off my to-do list. Hey loves, just popping into the middle of this episode to talk about body acceptance. So I really struggled with body image issues for most of my life. And I cannot tell you how much my life has changed since learning how to accept and embrace my body exactly as is. The Body Positivity Journal by yours truly, Megan Sylvester is available on Amazon and where all books are sold. This is a journal to boost self-love and acceptance through inspirational prompts and practices. So if you are ready to kickstart your body acceptance journey today, check the link in the show notes, click it and get the body positivity journal today. My experience with breath definitely and still does especially after experiencing you know the grief of my dad passing but my experience with breath i had to first learn how to discern between the ego and the conditioned mind in order to get to the voice of my heart and my soul so for anybody out there listening you may as victoria you know has so beautifully guided us you may put your hands on your heart and you may take these five deep breaths and you you may ask you know, from a place of love, what is it that I need? Show me what I need. And because you're so used to it, you might hear the voice of the ego first. And the voice of the ego might try to convince you that you've got to get up, that you've got to do something, that you've got to shed the baby weight, that you need to like, you know, do X, Y, Z. But listen to that voice. Does that voice make you feel restricted? Does it feel like pressure? Does it feel like an urgency? Because if so, you're hearing the voice of ego and that's okay. This is the practice. Now it's time to lean in and go deeper and to breathe through that voice and to reach the next level and to keep breathing through until finally you connect with a voice that feels like a hug. 
that feels like a release and relief. And that is the practice. It might take you a month to get to that place where you finally crack open to that place of unconditional love for yourself and, and not hearing the ego. And that's what meditation did for me. You know, when I would hear people just say like, just be authentic. It's like, yeah, that sounds great. But like, I don't even know what that is because I'm so used to living in the conditioned mind that, yeah, it sounds great to be like, be authentic, but like, how the fuck do I do that when I don't even know who I am? And so that's what these practices, you know, as Victoria has shown us, that's what these practices can, can help us is to finally get down to that still small, subtle voice and to, to learn how to connect from that. So Mm, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Mama intuition. What is it and how do we activate it? Tiff, you want to take this one? Sure. I will take this one. So first of all, as women, we already have the intuition. I mean, we all do as humans, but women being that X chromosome, like we already got it. Right. So we won the intuition contest. <laughs> <laughs> I think as being a mom, especially a new mom, a lot of times you are Googling everything you have. And when you, when you Google, you get 10 to 20 different answers, right? And having that mama intuition is knowing and trusting your inner voice, that voice that Victoria just spoke about, right? And listening to that, when your child is acting out or you have a question, you can do the same thing. You can literally put your hands over your chest, take that deep breath in, sit in silence for a minute and see what the answer should be. Now, mamas, don't get me wrong. We do have Google. We have doctors. We have other moms on our side. So I don't want to say don't depend on that, but we all have that intuition and we can tap into it because you know what's best for your, your baby. You know what's best for your child and you know it's for your household too. I think the beauty of the Spirit Mamas community that me and Victoria have built and that we're continuing to build is it's a group of mamas who, and we can lean on each other and give each other advice when we do come across those times where we are questioning our intuition, but also we are encouraging you to just tap into that inner voice, that inner peace, the knowing, because your babies chose you to be their mom, right? And so own that power and say thank you and live in that gratefulness each and every day as you're taking care of those sweet little babies. So I think, and even as they grow older, right, it's just tapping into that intuition because every stage is challenging as you know, Meg, you know, you have a 12 year old now and it's like, crap, I haven't been here before. How do I deal with this? Right. Wow. <laughs> but you still, why is she so moody? <laughs> like what is going on? But you still are able to kind of tap into that mama intuition and answer those questions and be the best mom that you can be for them. I love the idea. It's kind of like Western and Eastern medicine. Like I love the idea of knowing that Western medicine is there for me. If I break an arm, if I need acute care and that Eastern energetics is there for me too, to really tune in, to move energy through my body and to have this really holistic, well-rounded view of healing. And the same thing as when it comes to parenting, conscious parenting is really tuning into our intuition. Because like you said, Tiff, like our children chose us and probably we have had many lifetimes with these humans, with these souls, and not just as our children. You know, we may have had these souls be our parents or siblings and, and other lifetimes. And so there's always this beautiful flow of energy. And we are absolutely learning from our children 
at all times. They're teaching us, we're teaching them, we're guiding them, we're setting up the structures and systems so that they you know, lead healthy lives, but the intuition and that deep knowing, instead of constantly, constantly turning to Google, turning to books, turning to other, you know, mamas who might have very different parenting styles that works for their children, but it might not work for yours. So using all of that information that we pick up to build our own holistic, well-rounded view of, of being a conscious, spiritually minded parent feels so much better. Can we do energy healing on our children? Let's talk about that. Okay. So some you can and some you can't. So Victoria will answer that for the Kashik. I don't think you, you're supposed to do that type of energy work until they reach a certain age. For Reiki, you know, I use Reiki on my kids. I actually have some of my friends. They're always like, hey, can you, can I bring my son over? Can Because he's having a rough week, right? And so... With Reiki, you can. It's very gentle. I always call it just a spiritual massage. It literally is just me using energy from my hands to drop symbols into your chakras or into parts of your body to align you on a spiritual level. So I use Reiki all the time on my kids, especially when they're coming down with a cold. Immediately, I'm touching that throat chakra or I'm, you know, doing the head or, you know, even down to their root chakra, which as we all, well, the three of us know, like your chakras also don't develop into a certain age, but you still can do that energy healing, especially with Reiki with me. I can also heal you kind of on a, on a spiritual level to come into the physical. So that's the beauty of Reiki. My kids play around with my tarot cards and my angel cards all the time. Mine too, which is so cute until I walk into my office and my like whole floor is covered with like five decks of cards. And then I'm like, oh, fine. Right, right. super. <laughs> Let me go through these like 200 cards and put it back into their decks. Yeah. Right, so right. I, I think certain energy healing is good. Like I just became a certified sound healer. And so I pull out my bowls and I and when, especially when they're asleep, I'll play the heart. I'll play the root just so that the energy goes through the room. Yet yeah, some is safe. I think some, maybe we should wait a little bit. I think uh, Victoria can speak more to the Akashic, but definitely the Akashic. I, I think you wait until they're at least 18. No, I do it all the time, Nick. I can do a whole sound bath for people, gongs, bowls, drums, chimes. And everyone is like, what was that sound at the end? And it's my little tiny chimes that I have and everyone loves those. And I play those for my kids. I wake them up with the chimes. When my son was a little tiny baby, I would just, you know, flutter them over his head. And I mean, children respond and they just have this level of trust and knowing in the spiritual and energetic world where adults, we kind of harden and then we have to come back to it. So it's really beautiful to see how our children respond to this beautiful energy work. Okay. I've got, I have one more question for you guys. And I'd love to, I'd love for you to give people, you know, an inner look at what it's like to participate and one of your rituals or circles for mamas, because it can be intimidating as a new mom to put yourself out there, especially if you're just now going through this spiritual awakening, you know, to say like, oh, well, everybody is going to know what to do. And I don't, and I might look stupid. So, you know, it, it can be intimidating. So I'd love for you to just like walk us through, like, let's say, you know, one of your circles, like what that looks like. And, and does someone have to like, have previous experience with meditation or know what a tarot card is? You can be 
complete spiritual movie in any of our containers. So our full moon circles, for example, that we hold every month virtually kind of follow a bit of the same flow. So we always seal off the circle with Reiki energy to hold and protect everyone in a beautiful sacred space. We call in all of our guides, angels, any of those ethereal beings that are looking out for us so that they can, again, hold us in the highest light while we're all together. And then we will go through our intentions for the evening. And if you don't feel comfortable speaking those a lot into the space, you don't have to, but we do love to just have some of your energy in the space, whether you type it in the chat or use your throat chakra, it really kind of seals you in with the rest of us. And we have mamas of all ages, some women that just come because they enjoy our circles and aren't mamas, like everyone is welcome. And we usually go into a short breath work or guided meditation that Tiffany or myself will walk you through every step of the way. And it's okay if you have mind chatter and it's okay if you think this is hard or you're not doing it right. I promise you're doing it perfectly in whatever way that you're experiencing it. And really we maybe we'll do a little bit of shamanic shaking. Sometimes we have fire rituals where you light the things that you want to let go on fire, which is really fun. Who doesn't love playing with fire? And then we will always go into a portion at the end where I give guidance from the Akashic Records. So the Akashic Records are just an energetic container that every single person is emitting out of their crown chakra at all times. And what I'm tapping into is just the exact guidance that you need to hear in the moment from your masters, teachers, and any loved ones that want to come through. And it's a really beautiful experience because I give a general reading for everyone, but then Everyone also has an opportunity to ask specific questions if they would like and get that guidance that they need. And what's really cool is that I'm not like fortune telling. I'm not tapping into anything that's too crazy. Literally anyone can read the Akashic Records, which I think is really cool. And then we close out the circle by dancing it out, getting rid of any of that last negative energy, giving thanks and gratitude to all of the women that have shown up. And I promise you, even if you're a little nervous, even if you're a little afraid at the beginning, by the end, you will feel like all of the women in the circle with you are your sisters, or you at least feel some type of connection that is higher and bigger than yourself. And we have women come back again and again, because it is the consistency that is really important as well in your spiritual practice. We have four pillars at Spirit Mamas that we uses our framework to walk mamas through this. So whether you've been on a spiritual path for years or you're completely new, we help you by bringing you that community aspect so that you know that you're not alone. The consistency of having containers every single month that you can come to, that you can look forward to, that you know that you can get a break out of your mom day by coming to, we give you various tools in these containers that you can then use on your own. The breath work that maybe we'll go through will be a simple enough one that you could practice it afterwards if you wanted to. And that way you're adding to your spiritual toolkit and finding out what works for you as a mom, because that's the key, right? We're not here to tell you what to do. We're just here to share our experiences and what's worked for us so that you can find what works for you. And then the last pillar is just to have fun because we're not meant to take things so seriously in this life that we show up perfectly imperfect is one of our favorite mottos. And so 
we hope that you will have the courage and the faith in yourself to come and do the same. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for taking everybody through that. And I just have to say that y'all's website is so cool. It's such a cool vibe and aesthetic. And so I encourage you guys to, to visit their website, which is in the, the show notes, spiritmamas.com. You'll just like instantly connect and just want to be part of the community that they are creating. And what I really love about what you guys are doing, you are not putting yourselves on a pedestal and saying, we're the queen moms and everyone's going to come and like, watch us tell you what to do. No, you are like, look, we're in it with you. We've created these beautiful circles. We have some tools and we want to help you. We want to support you. And we're all going to just lift each other up. And I mean, that is the divine feminine in action. So Thank you for doing what you guys do and for creating this safe, beautiful container for mamas to just reignite their lives and to reinvent their lives if that's what's being called for. So it's so needed. It's so needed. Last question. What does the word miracle mean to you? I will answer first. So for me, miracle means limitless. Just that simple. Anything can, anything is possible. I love that too. Miracles have been coming through really strongly in my meditations recently. And miracle to me is the everyday. Every day, every moment is a miracle if you choose for it to be. And I think all of us have miracles in our hearts and we just have to open ourselves up to receive them. Amazing. Beautiful. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for your wisdom and for sharing and for helping other mamas to feel more comfortable with where they're at, no matter if it's producing or sitting in all the feelings or somewhere in between, because as you guys have shared, it's exactly where you're meant to be. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So happy to have had you on. Thank you, Meg. We love you. Thank you. Bye. That's a wrap. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of Manifest Miracles. Before you go, I've got some exciting news to share with you. In August, I will be launching your sacred space to activate and amplify your highest, truest self with Kundalini Yoga. The Lotus Collective is a monthly membership consisting of high vibe and soul nurturing weekly Kundalini and yoga meditation classes taught by me. These 30 to 45 minute classes will take you on a journey, traveling through the depths of your consciousness, reaching down to that sacred divine feminine power within you. You'll leave each class with a clearer understanding of who you are and what you're meant to do in this life. Or at the very least, you'll feel a little better in your mind and body. So like I said, this is an online community. It's an online membership with classes that will be recorded so you can come to them anytime that you have the time. You can practice once a week or you can practice these classes and Kriyas every single day. The membership will open in August and for those who get on the wait list, you'll get access to the founder's rate of only $12 a month or a month for the entire year. So if this sounds like something that you've been calling into your life, check out the link below and the show notes for Lotus Collective Waitlist and get on it. Thanks guys. Bye.